Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Rosie O'Donnell, co-star of Sleepless in Seattle. Now, come on, that's not nearly as funny as Star the Flintstones, is it? Star the Flintstones, it just rolls off your tongue. Co-star of Sleepless in Seattle, too many syllables, you know what I'm saying? So, um, how are you? Doing well in the world? I'm doing okay. I'm uh, excited, I'm listening to a whole bunch of new podcasts, which are very interesting, I have to say. There's such a wide range to choose from, right? Anything you're interested in, any topic, you can really, you know, Google it up. I mean, listen, you go into a you can go into a deep dive in the podcast world about UFOs, which I started to do, which really is interesting to me. And um, I did some true crime ones, and you know, I'm getting into the podcast world, people. It's pretty interesting. But then again, you know that. You're listening here, and you knew how to download it. So points to you, my friend, points to you. There's new shows I'm watching on TV, too. I don't know if you guys are caught up or not, but I was reading about the woman, uh, Melanie Linsky, and she is on Yellow Jackets, and she also was on The Last of Us. And I found out from People Magazine that she's married to John Ritter's son, And um, they were so adorable on this TV show where I saw him talking about getting sober and then meeting her and thinking, God, you know, she deserves the greatest guy in the world. And then started to realize maybe I could be the great, you know, and he, as he was working through his sobriety, it was so beautiful. And he started crying while he was telling this story. And then she started crying and And it just was like kismet. And I'm like, I'm going to watch her show. Now, I have to admit that I have been getting the show Yellow Jackets, which is on Showtime, and Swarm, which is not, confused. So I did not watch Yellow Jackets because I thought it was a horror show. Come to find out, it's about a plane crash 20 years ago 
where a team of soccer-playing high school students have to survive for 19 months uh, before they get rescued. And it cuts between current time and then back when they were uh, plane-wrecked or shipwrecked. Do you say plane-wrecked? I don't know. When they were, um, you know, after the crash and trying to survive. They thought it would only be a couple days, but it turned out to be 19 months So anyway, I've started watching this show, and it's absolutely brilliant. I hate when a show comes out, and for whatever reason, I miss it. And then it's like season two, and all the actors have won the awards, and the writers have won awards, and you're like, I got to get in this. So Yellow Jackets was what I did this week. And also another show, Barry, which is on HBO. And that is starring Bill Hader. He's from SNL, and he's absolutely brilliant in this What a wonderful concept for a show. Um, Really well done, well written, great acting. And what a lead character. I mean, I understand why everybody was saying it it was beyond the beyond, and it kind of is. And so that's my other suggestion, is that you binge and get caught up with that show, uh, Barry. And also Somebody Somewhere, the Bridget Everett series, Season two is up now. You uh, can start right with season two, or if you haven't seen season one yet, jump in there and get caught up, and we can all watch it together. So those are my three show recommendations for this week, people. That's why I'm here, to help you, to help you take care of all of your television consumer needs. That's me, Rosie O'Donnell. Anyway, uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful interview today with one of my favorite people in the world the one and only Cheetah Rivera. Uh, She turned 90 years old just recently, and she is just outstanding. She has won so many awards. In 1983, she won the Tony for The Rink. She did that show with Liza Minnelli, and I saw it about 10 times. And then in 1984... She also won the Drama Desk for The Rink for Outstanding Performance. Another Tony in 93 for Kiss of the Spider Woman. And then the Kennedy Center Honors in 2002. The first Latina American to receive a Kennedy Center Honor. How about that? And in 2009, President Obama gave her the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Imagine that. Helen Hayes Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in The Visit in 2009, and uh, Lifetime Achievement Tony in 2018. She is a star of stage and screen. She has known everyone and, and worked with everyone and fallen in and out of showbiz love, romance. It's beautiful. The, there's a book about her life, Cheetah, a memoir, and it's out now. Anywhere you get your books, buy this one or pick up the audio book and get to hear it from her mouth. Cheetah Rivera is here. Take a listen. Hi, honey. How are you? How are you? My gosh. I'm so good. I'm sitting here in the beach of Malibu, oh, looking at the waves. Oh, you dirty dog. I know. Can you believe I did that for myself when I when I turned 60, Cheetah? I said, I'm taking a year and going to the beach. And it's about up, and I've had the greatest time. Well, that's the best thing you could do for yourself. 
the best. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Immerse myself in nature, and I've been immersing myself in your book. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I loved it so much. <laughs> Even though I know a lot about you, yeah. there was a lot I didn't know. Yeah. And the way that that you talked about every, I mean, first of all, the the biggest award that you can get in the United States, right? The Presidential Medal of Freedom. Right, yeah. That, that, that's what you, little cheetah, uh, little cheetah, <laughs> dancing on the kitchen table, you got from President Obama. What did that feel that like? That felt like um, an out-of-body experience. I mean, it was just not real. It, uh, it, it, was, it felt like it was somebody else that was getting it, um, not me. And that was not Obama. That was, you know, that was leaning over me, putting this medal on me. I mean, looking like he was about to say, what time tonight? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, he is kind of tall and dreamy, Oh, my isn't God. He? Is he ever? Is yeah. he ever? And you were never one to sort of walk past a gorgeous man and not give it a second look. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. Yeah. But I'm glad you like the book. I love the book, Gina. Yeah. I love, and I'm, I'm, I know Patrick. I've yeah. known him for a very long yeah. time. And what a great writer he is, and he's such a huge fan. I, I don't know anyone who loves Broadway as much as you and me besides Patrick Pachenko. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he had all the qualities that I could uh, respect and could relate to. You know, right. I could relate to his religion. I could relate to his sense of humor. Right. I could relate to his his writing. I mean, for God's sake, that writing was such a craft. Yes. You know, and uh, and, and it was like a conversation, really. You know, it was like we were conversing with one another, and we came upon some good subjects. You know, right. you know. And were you the one who chose them? Did you, like, did he know about you and Joe Allen? Because the Joe Allen stories were part of my favorite part of the book, <laughs> I loved that crazy old gook. He was a great guy, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, there was that wall. And whoever yeah. would have dreamt he'd have a wall like that, you know, a wall right. of flops. <laughs> you know, right? And you better not put me on that wall. That's funny. I said the same exact thing to him. I said, if I see taboo up on there, I'm gonna come in here and get that chicken cutlet and rub it on your bald head. <laughs> That's right. I was so worried that when he died, that the restaurant wouldn't stay. You know, it was in COVID. Yeah, yeah. So was I. But he has such a reputation and he built an empire there. Oh, yes. And it's a place where we feel comfortable and it's never going to change. It's always going to be him. Right. And, and, and what he stood for. I so agree. Yeah. He got so mad at me, Cheetah, when I had the show and I kept talking about it <laughs> on the TV show. He First, he was happy that, they, but they didn't ever need the business. That's so right. all of a sudden, he has all these housewives from Long Island going, Rosie sent me for the Cajun chicken sandwich, you know. That's He's like, O'Donnell, funny. shut your mouth. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, how's Lisa doing, your daughter? Uh, I know that she is your best production, and I love her so much, and she's been 
so great to have as a friend for me. Well, Lisa is in California right now. She left yesterday and she'll be out there for two weeks. And I miss her so much. I mean, she went out to see her friend who was not feeling well. Uh, And so I'm missing her right now. Yeah, I love how close your whole family is. I love that I can identify your siblings without you being in the room. You know, it's like, you know, you that's yeah. how you know when people say to me, how do you know if you're really yeah. friends? And I said, can you identify their family yeah. without them being there? More with Cheetah Rivera right after this. Presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on do not disturb, tuning out all the constant Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Tell everybody your full name. I love when you say it. It's so well, adorable. Dolores Conchita Figueroa del Rivero. Then Montesuco Florentino Carimeco de Fluente. That is the, <laughs> the full name. But Dolores Conchita Figueroa del Rivero. And um, how do you like me discovering Dolores? I love uh, it. Yeah. I mean, we all have these other personalities. We sometimes recognize them, sometimes don't. And um, through Patrick, I really recognized her. And um, she can't be quieted down. Uh, Dolores <laughs> is, <laughs> she. she's the one that made me who I am. Yes. Yeah. For sure. She's the one that was dancing on the kitchen table when you were a little That's girl. That's exactly right. She's the one that went through the table. Yes. Yeah, she's, she's the one. Yeah, got it, Rosie. You really get it all. 
You do. Honey, uh, you know, I mean, it's probably hard for you to hear it because you hear it from so many people, but, you know, you were so formative in my growing up, Cheetah. I was like, I couldn't believe that not not only did I see you in a movie, but I could see you sweaty coming out of a stage door. <laughs> and it was like, this is what I want to do. This is what, this is it. It's right in these streets yeah, here, you yeah, know? Yeah, Broadway for me was always the destination, but, you know, I didn't let that little problem I had of not being a good singer or dancer right, get in my right, way. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, <laughs> well, you were a comedian. You were in- yeah, inventive. Yeah. You were creative. You were you were super with words. I mean, and and you knew what was funny. Yeah. And uh God knows that's what we need more of today. We need more isn't that oh, true? Oh my God. We need more humor. Yes. It's such a tough time. It's such a divided country. It's, have you ever felt anything similar to this in your lifetime? Is this no. like another error no. that you remember? No. 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 This is like uh, all by itself. And um, it's kind of scaring me. Me too, Cheetah. Yeah. yeah. It's dark times, you yeah. know? And, um, but I have to say that I felt tremendous relief once Donald Trump was held accountable, and now he'll have a trial. Yeah. And, but at least we're we're on the road to saying what behavior will not be tolerated by us as a nation. I hope so. You I know? hope so. I think so. I, because, boy, what's been happening, the overt racism, the yeah. anti-trans yeah. legislation, yeah. the anti-gay, yeah. wow. the women's right to choose, Cheetah. Can you believe this yeah. happened? Yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. No, I can't believe it either. In my lifetime, I thought if they ever did that, women would take to the streets and not leave. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, you know, the anti-Semitic stuff going Ooh, on. The, uh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I feel like it, it was unleashed by, you know, not just one person. It was unleashed by years of, of negativity and hostility and and lack of progressive yeah. thinking. and yeah. Scares me, really. And I don't like to think about it so much. You know, I stopped watching oh, the news you, last you, year. Yes, so did I. So did Lisa and I. We we have on channel um, 600, and we listen to it, and then we go, oh, no. It's the same thing every time. Let's Every not, day. Yeah, Be afraid. Yeah. Be very afraid. Yeah. Things are bad. Yeah. You got to watch what you ingest oh, yeah. because it could it could be harmful, you know? It's funny, my little Dakota, who's 10 years old now, it's hard to believe, oh, Cheetah, that God. little baby that you oh, held is 10 years old. My last one, please, yeah. God, I'm 61. I don't need another infant. No. Um, but boy, when I see one, Cheetah, it's so hard. <laughs> oh, I see a baby in the street and I have a moment of, I watch the baby on the TikTok <laughs> and I go, oh. God, just one more, maybe, you know? No, no, no. No, 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 I'm, no, no, I'm done. You're done. You're yeah. done. Yeah, I'm done. But 10 years old? She's 10 years old, and she's so funny with knowing who she is in a way that was so new for me, you know? And I'm also an only, she's an only child. I'm like the mother yeah. of an only child because my four ones are so right. big and off on their own right, lives. right. So now I have this baby all the time with me. And as she'll tell me, she's not a baby. <laughs> but uh, she's made me feel so young still and vibrant. And I think she's helped me so much, like, look at the world through a different perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's she's your savior right now. In many ways, Cheetah, she is. Absolutely. Yes. People often say, you know, oh, you're such a good person for adopting. You saved those kids. I always go, no, no, uh-huh. no. They saved oh, yeah. me. <laughs> I didn't it's save vice them. Versa. It's vice versa. It's vice Absolutely. versa. Totally. Absolutely. I can't believe no, just this last time that you are sitting at the beach. I'm going to turn around and show oh, you. Take a look God. at this. Look, here we go. That's my that's my view oh, right now. Oh, my God. It is literally on the water. You walk out the back door and you are on the beach. That's not funny. It's how I dreamed that people could live, but I never thought it was realistic. And, you know, when I turned 60 and I know that uh, age is just a number, but I really thought, how did I get to be 60? Uh, Because, you know, in my uh, mind, who's 60 is Vivian Vance. Oh, yeah. Right, Ethel. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm Ethel now. I'm Ethel pretty much. I don't know how I reached the age I have reached. I mean, I don't know how that happened. It it yeah. just happened, and um, I'm covering up the the, the mirrors, but uh, gradually. But, oh no! Come on now, you're still stunning, Cheetah oh Rivera. Oh my God! Oh my God! You really are. Those pictures of you getting the Presidential Medal of Freedom in that beautiful dress with the wonderful neckline <laughs> and how the medal laid on there. I thought if Bobby Pierce made that, he's very happy because it was a it was a perfectly designed dress. You look stunning. Bobby Pierce, where is he? Don't you love him? Where? He's he's around. He's doing Broadway stuff. Oh, good. He's, he's good, yeah. He's doing good. That's good. That's good. And he has beautiful flowers, and I'm sure you've been to his apartment, yes? No, I haven't. Okay, well, there is a shrine to Cheetah Rivera. Oh, my God. Everything that he's ever made for you, he made a replica copy smaller. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, this is my friend Bobby Pierce and Cheetah's good friend Bobby Pierce, who is a Tony-nominated costume designer. <laughs> and he's a wonderfully talented uh, man, and he was originally my dresser. On my first That's show right. on Broadway, That's Greece. Right. That's, That's right. That's right. That's how I met him, and uh, he adores you. I mean, what it must feel like for you to have like a whole slew of men like that who are so devoted to you, you know, like just adore you. I mean, you're Cheetah Rivera. I know you. You don't think that because I know you, but you are. <laughs> you're Cheetah Rivera. You know, and it's somewhat intimidating for all of us, more mere mortals. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> Did your parents live to be very uh, no, old? No, my they... father lived only until I was seven years old. Daddy lived oh, uh, honey, I didn't only know that. until he was 41. Mother lived <sighs> in her 70s. So mm. she, you know, she saw some of her work really um, operate, you know, she really, I right. mean, she, she got me out of that living room and into that ballet class and, 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 right. and she, uh, you know, made me toe the line and taught me so much. Uh, so mother, thank God. And she dedicated five, uh, kids to her life. I mean, she, yes. she never married again. And, um, she was available to come up to New York whenever and, and available at any phone call I would make and ask her her advice. You know, she she was she was really something. I've got um, her picture up here on the wall, and um, she sits on one shoulder. I understand completely, yes. 
How do you think she would feel about your success? She would be thrilled beyond belief. She would just see, she would sit back with her legs crossed. She had long, gorgeous Uh legs. And she would just quietly chuckle, just chuckle, (laughs) and, um, and be very, very pleased. Thrilled. Yeah. Over the moon. Yeah. I love how your siblings show up when you're anywhere doing anything at the theater, watching, performing. No matter what, I see your family there. And how how wonderful to have that kind of support. And, you know, you and Lisa are like my dream uh, mother and daughter relationship. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're so close. You're so uh, entwined in each other's world in, in the most beautiful and caring way. It's, you know, from a motherless kid, it's a wonderful thing to watch. Well, it's... Um it's wild being in the house with just her because she's divorced and, mm-hmm. and she has no interest right now of uh, pursuing a male partner. But mm-hmm. I really think Lisa first and then myself, you know, um, mm. yes. uh, you know, um, she's my she's my partner. She's my partner yes. and my roommate and my best friend and um, and my daughter. And isn't that beautiful yeah. that you get to say yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So many people I know have no contact with their parents. And sometimes it's justified, I yeah. understand. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you have to save yourself first and then go try to repair what you can, you know. But um, it's such a testament to you both. I just want to say that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sue. You're welcome. Hey, tell everybody about the new Cheetah Rivera Awards that are coming up. Oh. They're in May, there were awards for choreography and Broadway and dancers and film, and the award is named after yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It was named yeah, after yeah. Fred Astaire, but, the, but uh-huh. the, I can't, you know, how dare me even say that his name in... In, in the same sentence as mine. Oh, but, come on, yeah. um, come on now. But uh, it, it, it's an honor to um, wear his award. And um, uh, yeah, and the book, Cheetah, the memoir, is fantastic. It's got stories of love and romance, and, and might I say, Sammy Davis Jr., uh, I love that part oh. too. Um, <laughs> come on, that was, those were stories were, are epic. The stories in there, the people you know, you've loved, the love affairs, the everything, the dancing, the winning of awards. The it's just a beautiful, beautiful book, and what a testament to your phenomenal life. Well, you know uh, what I really am acknowledging is with every romance, with every mm-hmm. uh, experience I've had with awards, with shows. Um, They've all ended up on the positive side. You know, I've, I've never let a lo- lover go with, with a, a bad feeling. Break, you know, a brand yeah, ending. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really try to have it as a, a good relationship. And so far... And oh, and, the, and the, it, this is as far as it gets. Um, so so far, it's um, it's worked out. I mean, yeah. it's worked out with with Sammy, with Greg. With there's only one person that mm-hmm. that um, 
is incomplete. And, right. uh, and I just let him go, you know, and, mm. um, and, and that's, that's cool. That's cool. That's okay yeah, too, right? Yeah. I had a pretty intense relationship before I had children with the woman and we didn't speak for 20 years. Yeah. And then um, she called and then, then we were talking again and we were that, friends. And yeah. so you can't, you can't ever give up hope. You never know. You know what I mean? And and we didn't get back together or in, in right. any way as a couple, right. but we're still in each other's world. We meant a lot to Absolutely. each other, you know? Absolutely. And, and he is the only one that exists that um, I don't have uh, a, 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 any kind of, I mean, it's been 20 years since I've, yeah. I've seen him. And, and if I saw him, it would be fine. It would be fine. Yeah. But um, not like a trauma. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. The Judy Garland story about Liza seeing you, can you tell everybody that one? Because that really blew my mind. And what that must have done to you. Was was that the first time you met her or no? Well, the first time I, uh, I did her show, um, Louis Nye was on that show. And, mm, and wow. he was so great. And um, God, what was his name? Um, the the guy that managed the Beatles, um, Brian Epstein. There you go. That's it. And uh, we were at his house, and we were at a party, and she decided to go into the room where all the dancers were hanging out, and she sat on the floor, and she mm. became one of us. And um, right. I'll never, ever forget that. And then uh, Freddie and John called me and said they just finished uh, um, the rink. Yeah. And they said it was the rink. And they said, would you like to star in it? And I went, yes, of course. And you have to have um, a co-star. And how would you like for your co-star to be Liza Minnelli? And I went, yes, of course. Yes, of course. And so we have always wanted to be a part of a show together. And we've always wanted to play opposite one another and play girlfriends. And there was this deadly silence on the other end. <laughs> and Freddie said, well, it's not exactly girlfriends, Cheetah. Oh, well, what is it? It's uh, mother and daughter. And then I went, who plays the mother? <laughs> and, yeah, but look at what you did it and look what you got. Yeah. Didn't it get you your first Tony yeah. Award, your first yeah. one? Yes. Yeah, it did. It did. And it, it was a, a fabulous experience, the ups and downs yeah. of um, working with Liza and um because I've always been a fan of hers, and uh, me too, yeah, and um, and a great friend. She never really has a mean thing to say no, about anyone. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's one who never, never tries to um, put anyone else down. I love that quality about yeah. her. And she she saw you in Bye Bye Bird. That's right. And she, and the, Liza and, did. And, and and when she left the theater, she said to her mother, "That's what I want to do." Wow. 
you know, and it's yes. Not only did she get to do it, she got to do it with you. Yeah. 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 Cheetah Rivera. Right. Cheetah Rivera. Unbelievable. (laughs) Nobody. I know. To me, it's a big deal. Nobody says my name like you. Cheetah Rivera. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cheetah Rivera. She's the best in the world. But I want to thank you for so much that you've done for our little theater school that we have there in New York, Rosie's Theater Kids. And, uh, You've done so much to help and inspire and, and encourage these young performers. It's it's so amazing. You were really the first Broadway celebrity that stepped up when we opened twenty five years ago, yeah. and yeah. Uh, brought the the talent and the and the love and the encouragement for these kids who who live below the poverty level here in New York. Yeah. You know? Well, you've been doing yeah. this for a long, long time. Have you seen any new shows that are are out Broadway now? Have you? Seen any? Did you see Shucked or any no, um, or the new Sweeney Todd? I, I, no, I haven't seen anything. I, I, no. I, I mean, I'm looking out at these beautiful blossoms on the trees and the quiet of the neighborhood. And you know, when I'm not doing one of these, then I uh, uh, I stay home. I stay home. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a stay at home or two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my kid says to me, she says, Mommy, you don't even socialize anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, honey, I'm home with you. That's just as much fun, right? <laughs> Can I ask you about some of your best girlfriends? Like, I love the fact that you and B. Arthur were so close. Well, Beatie was, she was like my best friend, you know. She was, a, mm. she was the big of it, and I was the little of it. You know, mm. um, she she had a protective uh, uh, thing about her with me. Um, and I wanted to be like her, you know. Uh, and, sure. and, and Elaine Stritch was the same way before she got crazy. Stritchy, yeah, of by, course, yes. Uh, you know, uh, Nancy so. I mean, yes. I haven't seen Nancy in so long, but I miss Nancy terribly. I used to love when she would appear on all those oh, shows that I used oh, to watch. Absolutely. You know? Nobody could sing like Nancy. Oh, I didn't know she was oh a singer. Oh my God. She's a no. heck of a singer. Karen Morrow. Wow. You know. Wow. You know. How about Gwen Verdon? I know you two were very close. She was your good yeah, buddy too, she right? Was a, she was, a, you know, you dream of a, an idol and. And all of a sudden, years later, you're standing next to her, you know, and you're doing a number called Two Dancing as One. Of course, there's a Bob Fosse in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gwen, is, is, she was uh, an extraordinary woman, and she was really one of my best friends. Yeah. And that's a really strange feeling I know in, in my life it's happened too, that the people like you and are in my world, like the people that I grew up going, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. But in some way, I kind of knew. Isn't that weird? Did you know too? Like when you were a little kid and you were watching Gwen Verdon or you were, you know, looking at her art going, I'm going to know her one Oh day. no, I never, ever thought that. Never, ever no. thought that. And I don't know I why. I thought it all the time. I, I, all the I, time. You see, there's that, you know, reason why you're you and I'm me, you mm-hmm. know? Right. But it, it worked with me. 
it worked with me. You know, you, you've credited a lot of your magical thinking to surviving hard times yeah. in the book. You talk a little about that. And um, do you think that that's always who you were? Somebody who was a little bit of an optimist? Oh. Even in, when, when times were tough? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was a positive, an, an optimist all the time. I never, I never realized that anything could go bad until it did. And then I made it mm. good. Right. You know? And then you made it yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yes. then I just did. I'm so much of an optimist. I don't know. I love to laugh. I I could, And you have a great, very distinguishable oh, laugh. I love it. Absolutely. You have heard me laugh many a time. And I yes. can turn on the TV and watch comedians all day long. I kind of hide out behind um, my comedians. Yeah. And they, they're speaking for so many of us now in a time where it feels like freedom of speech is, is being challenged as oh, well. absolutely. So good for the comedians, right? Out there shaking things absolutely. up. That's what I think. Absolutely. Well, Cheetah Rivera, I want to thank you so much. I love you, Cheetah. You're one of the best people I know, and um, I uh, am forever in your debt just to get to be in your life and world as made mine so much better. Oh, well, thank you, Rosie. And I adore you. I adore you. A memoir is the book, Cheetah Rivera, Patrick Pacheco. And um, you should all buy it. And um, and thank you, Cheetah thank Rivera. Thank you, Rosie. Bye-bye. Love you. I'll see you okay. soon. Bye, honey. Bye. I love you. Stick around. More to come. Presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
And now we're back with some questions from you. Let's take a listen. Hi, Rosie. Is it Rosie? It's Katie and Bridget from Michigan. And our question for you, and you only, it is, do you like, are you happy with how the L word ended as far as your character was concerned? Do you feel like there's more story to tell? We really liked you on that show. You were definitely the high in the last season. And so I just wanted to get your thoughts. Thanks for taking our question. Bye. Well, thank you, L Word fans. Yes, I, uh, you know, I was a fan of the original L Word. It was uh, the first time you saw lesbians portrayed as whole people in relationships. And it was a groundbreaking series for many reasons. I liked my character. I liked her uh, in all this, the scenes with uh, Finley. I think that, you know, the mothering uh, thing, of a mentoring thing in the gay community is, is a real thing. And, you know, older lesbians kind of taking younger ones under their wing in, in a sisterly or motherly kind of family feeling, not, not in any way as lovers or any capacity. And, you know, friendships in the gay community are, are strong and, and are often lifelong. And, um, I wanted to show the reality of that part of lesbianism as well. So I was sad that the show got, uh, canceled and I wish that there would be a show coming on, um, to replace it. You know, I wish that queer storytelling and gay storylines and lesbian drama, which is what the L word was originally, you know, about lesbians. And I think maybe that, that niche-like perspective was missing on the, on the reboot. Thank you for asking, and I'm glad you enjoyed my performance. Hi, Rosie. This is Kimberly. I'm calling from outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I don't have a question, but I wanted to explain why I always tell people you're part of our family. Um, my grandmother passed away two weeks to the day after my sweet 16. And it was pretty devastating for our entire family. But of course, it was most devastating for my grandfather. Uh, my grandpap was a big, strapping Irish Mick uh, who worked most of his life in the Homestead Steel Mills. And um, as he got older, he was continually getting hard of hearing. And uh, in the late 90s, he developed Alzheimer's. He developed dementia and Alzheimer's. And it was very frustrating for him. He had, as most people do, he had his good days and his bad days. Um, but your talk show was pretty big at the time and he found a lot of solace in your talk show. You, you were his friend. You became his friend that he would see every day and he would always ask, is Rosie on or when is Rosie on? And you, you anchored him when he was in unfamiliar places. Uh, you made him smile. You made him laugh a lot. I think um, he felt a kinship with you because you, you sort of resemble physically his side of the family. Um, and so, you know, in some of his darkest, darkest times, you provided love and laughter for him and, and we all just appreciate it so much. And so I just wanted to tell you that and tell you that you are forever a part of our family and thank you so much for the joy you brought, not only to my grandpa, but to millions of other people throughout the world. Thank you. Bye. You know, that is so touching. I can't even begin to tell you what it means to me to hear to hear you say that story about your grandfather. And um, losing a grandparent was tough, boy. 
you know, I didn't ever meet my grandfathers, but both my grandmothers were alive and in our lives pretty prominently until, uh, you know, I went away, my sister went away to college. I was already in college. And then my grandmother died. So I was a sophomore. She was a freshman in um, college when my grandmother died. And it was very, very tough. It really was. And I'm so glad that I provided some comfort to your father, your grandfather, rather, and um, that I'm considered part of the family. And listen, I know that look he's talking about, that big-headed Irish thing, you know, where you look like, you know, you were probably peeling potatoes in the back kitchen and your ancestry, you know, on 23andMe.com, there's a picture of you pulling out a potato from a field somewhere, you know, those traditional Irish washerwoman bodies. That's what, you know, that's what I think. Uh, I know what he's talking about. But thank you so much for leaving this sweet, sweet memo. I really do appreciate it. Hey, Rosie, this is Tim. I have been following you and loving you since your days on Star Search. And I was wondering if you ever think about that and whether or not you think Star Search helped your career or hurt your career, or maybe it had no effect at all. But um, yeah, just talk a little bit about Star Search days. Okay, love you. Thanks, Tim. Uh, Star Search was really fun. It was 1984. I was 22. And I was in a comedy club in my hometown of Huntington, Long Island. And a woman came over and said, uh, my dad is Ed McMahon, and I'm going to book you on the show. I'm one of the talent coordinators. And I didn't think it, she was telling the truth. And so I gave her my number, which was my dad's house, because that's where I was living. And the next day, got a phone call. And two weeks later, I was in L.A. And I was on the TV show Star Search, which at the time was very, very popular. It was, you know, one of the uh, first successful competition shows on TV at that time, right? So uh, you really didn't have a chance of getting on The Tonight Show if you were a woman stand-up comic, you know? And uh, there were very few places where you could go to be seen. And this show really opened that up for me in a major way. And I got national attention. And whereas before I had only been an opening act or a MC at local clubs, I got booked as a headliner afterwards. I won like five episodes, I think, and like 20-something thousand dollars. And I bought a car and I rented a one-room studio apartment furnished in Sherman Oaks, California. <laughs> and the car that I bought was a Mazda 626 stick shift, which I didn't know how to drive with no air conditioning in Los Angeles, California. So that's what happened with my Star Search money. And I think it helped my career tremendously. I mean, everything that I've done on TV has helped my career. I I can't think of one thing that I would say I shouldn't have done that, you know. I'm grateful for all the opportunities. And thank you for the question. And the last memo we got, let's hear it. Hi, Rosie. This is Cindy from Fullerton, California. To this very day, I miss your daytime talk show. I used to record it every day and watch it as soon as I got home from work and get caught up on all the TV and Broadway news. It was on your show that I saw the cast of The Lion King for the first time. And I remember an episode where the entire cast of Titanic came on. They purchased a postcard being sold by a young man to raise money for his friend's mom going through cancer treatment. I still cry every time I tell people that story. One of my favorite parts of your show were your interactions with John McDee. And I've been thinking about him a lot since I've been listening to your fantastic podcast. 
And tonight I'm watching the Carol Burnett 90th birthday special. And there is John McDee. Oh, it would be fantastic if he were a guest on your podcast. I will look forward to listening to your podcast as much as I enjoyed watching your talk show. Thanks again, Rosie. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, thank you. That is so nice of you to say. And John McDaniel and I are still close. We're good friends and we always will be. And I was so proud of him too in the Carol Burnett special that he did all the musical direction and, you know, he's so talented. He's won so many uh, awards and, and all uh, people who work with him adore him, including me. And yes, I will have him on the podcast, Lickety Split. Let's put that down on the list. And uh, I'm sure he will say yes. He's in Florida a lot of the time, and he's got a cute little dog and a cute little guy. And, um, you know, he's happy, and I'm happy for him. And let's book that for sure. Thank you for that suggestion. Listen, if you want to leave me a voice memo, you got a question, you got a suggestion, you got just something you got to get off your chest, all you got to do is go to onwardrosie at gmail.com. How do you make a voice memo, people say? Well, I can only tell you if you have an iPhone. iPhone, type in voice memo, little microphone comes up. Go press the button, record it. Then it says where to, say mail, onwardrosie at gmail.com. Attach file, you're done. That's it. And if you have an Android, tough luck. I don't have anything to say to help you. Really, etch a sketch, shake it, maybe just shake it. Join me next week, won't you, when our guest will be the one and only uber-talented Cameron Mannheim. So don't miss that one. I'll see you then. Take care. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.